navigating what it means to be a believer in Jesus Christ. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. It's Monday, and um, we are moving on in our study of Acts chapter 15, uh, verses 1 through 6 is what we'll be covering today, and um, what a joy and privilege it is to study God's Word together um, in the midst of all of the details and challenges of everyday life. Um, we are reminded that we have this anchor for the soul, this immovable um, truth. And we come to it, we run to it, we retreat to it because we know the Spirit of God uh, lives in it and through it and works in it and through it for the benefit of our growth in grace. And so we study the Word because the Word points us to our unchanging a God of steadfast love and mercy. All right, my friends. Well, before we get into the word, let's go before the Father. Father, we love you today. Um, we come to you as we are with all of our fears and uncertainties, all of our questions, all of our concerns, and we lay them at your feet. <clears throat> we pause in this moment to study your word, your unchanging word, O oh God. Because we trust uh, that you speak through it, that you are in it, working to advance us uh, as your disciples toward deeper faith in Jesus Christ. We pray also, Lord, that through our study of your word, your word may bring about a transforming impact in our hearts, making us more like your son, Jesus. And we pray all these things in your mighty name. Amen. Here's Acts 15, 1 through 5, actually, 1 through 5. But some men came down from Judea and were teaching the brothers, unless you are circumcised according to the custom of Moses, you cannot be saved. And after Paul and Barnabas had no small dissension and debate with them, Paul and Barnabas and some of the others were appointed to go up to Jerusalem to the apostles and the elders about this question. So being sent on their way by the church, they passed through both Phoenicia and Samaria, describing in detail the conversation, the conversion of the Gentiles, and brought great joy to all the brothers. When they came to Jerusalem, they were welcomed by the church and the apostles and the elders, and they declared all that God had done with them. But some believers who belonged to the party of the Pharisees rose up and said, It is necessary to circumcise them and to order them to keep the law of Moses. Now, as we enter this passage, we see that there is a heresy that's being taught um, within the church in some quadrants. Um, Paul and Barnabas have been in Antioch. They've been sustaining and encouraging the churches there. And then they discover that there are some teaching that you cannot be saved without the act of circumcision. Paul and Barnabas have long uh, discussion and debate with those who hold that view, disagreeing with them, of course, and trying to show them that the gospel makes no mandate for external uh, observances like circumcision. Those in the churches 
um, who recognized this error in teaching, dispatched Paul and Barnabas to go back to Jerusalem to approach the apostles uh, there about this question. And on their way, they're going through Phoenicia and Samaria. They're uh, sharing (coughs) the details of the conversion of the Gentiles and inspiring and encouraging the brothers and sisters in the churches as they go on their way back to Jerusalem. Uh, And so they're celebrating the work of God. They came to Jerusalem. They were welcomed by the church and the apostles and the elders, and they declared all that God had been doing. Um, And I'm sure that all of the gathered members of the body were grateful to hear that report and thankful for all that God was doing. But some believers uh, who belonged to the party of the Pharisees stood and said it is necessary for them to keep uh, the act of circumcision in order to be saved. Now, we know uh, the rest of the story, and we know the flip side uh, of this teaching, this heresy, uh, the Judaizers, as they would grow to be known, um, uh, were teaching this false idea that before a person become, could become a believer, they had to uh, be uh, circumcised in faithfulness to the law of Moses. And we know that Jesus came to fulfill the law and makes no requirement for anything but faith in him uh, to be saved. If you uh, confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Uh, That's the mandate of the gospel. Nothing more is needed. Uh, So to impose this uh, practice is to um, turn the gospel on its head and make it something other than God intended it to be. And so uh, Paul and Barnabas are sent by the churches on a mission to clear up this question so they can come back and put those false teachers in their place. Uh, Paul and Barnabas, as we all know from reading Acts and all of the letters of Paul, were fierce um, defenders of the gospel. And they weren't about to let uh, a false teaching like this um, disrupt what God was doing. And we ought not let false teaching disrupt what God is doing in our midst, in our time. The false teaching of um, um, some that exist in the church today in certain quadrants of evangelical Christianity, the prosperity gospel, the idea that God wants everyone to be rich, uh, that's just not true. (laughs) The richness that he has for us, the abundance that he has for us is the abundance that he provides uh, as we draw close to him in relationship. It's the abundance of the, the, what God gives us, not the artificial abundance of material wealth on earth. Uh, some are blessed with the gift of wealth, but not all. And um, we trust God for daily bread. You know, the witness of our faith is that we are often uh, in a position of, of absolute trust hand-to-mouth uh, for the Lord to provide for our needs. And uh, the moment we trust anything else to provide for our needs, we have put our faith in an idol. So my friends, uh, where we see false teaching today, we should take a stand and draw people back to the truth of the gospel. And uh, we should do so firmly but in love if they proclaim Christ. 
and hope that they see the air and uh, repent and turn. Well, my friends, thanks for taking time out of your day to study. I pray that this has been meaningful, and uh, we'll go back at it again tomorrow, Lord willing. God bless.